Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. UFC 292 is this week. Aljamain Sterling, Sean O'Malley, Willie Zhang, Amanda Lemos, Neil Magny, Ian Gary, and many more. Cheeto Vera is back in the mix. But I did want to touch on the past two UFC Fight Night cards and some celebrity boxing and some regular boxing since... All that has happened within the past two weeks, and I really haven't talked about much because it's been kind of, you know, quiet. Not too many big things going on. So, harping back to August 5th, Corey Sanhagen, Rob Font. I think I spoke about this on the last podcast, and yeah, picked Corey to win. Uh, Wasn't as exciting as you would think it would be. Uh, Corey basically did what he had to do to win. Clearly looking better than Rob Font for what they were trying to get accomplished. So hopefully that boosts him up for the next fight. I know um, we got all the bantamweights fighting in this upcoming UFC 292. But Corey Sanayim planting his stake. You know, he. I think the only person he's lost to lately was Aljamain Sterling via backpack. Um... And getting rear naked choked. Let's see. Peter Yawn, unanimous decision. Oh, yeah, I remember that. TJ Dillashaw, which I think he should have won that because he kind of got robbed after how injured TJ ended up being after the fight. Peter Yawn, he just never really got going. Song you don't want to bear, Rob Font. Yeah. Um, before that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, then lost to Aljamain Sterling. One, two, lost to the one, three. So, man, he's been on a roll, but you know how the UFC is. You zig when you could zag at the wrong time, and then you're not even in the picture anymore. Uh, and then I did want to touch on Tatiana Suarez versus Jessica Andrade. Now, Jessica looked really good at the beginning of the fight. Uh, she looked patient. She wasn't going in for the kill shot immediately like she does with her heavy hands. And she does have a pretty good ground game. So it wasn't like Tatiana Suarez gets her down and that's it. But Tatiana Suarez ended up getting her down in the second round. And it kind of turned into it being that's it. Now, I wouldn't say she got dragged and, and mauled all over the place. But the way that she... Got her in a submission, looked relatively easy. Um, and that cl- leaves the claim that uh, Tatiana Suarez has taken out yet another former champion. Let's take a look at Tatiana Suarez's uh, record here. So Jessica Andrade, former champion. Uh, Carla Esparza, former champion. Alex Grasso, former champion. Uh, beating Mont- uh, Montana De La Rosa, Nina Ansarov, Vivian Pieta, Amanda Cooper. Yeah, so she's either up next for a title shot or they're going to have to have a number one contenders match somewhere. Which, is she number one contender? Man, I didn't even look. Let's see, Tatiana Suarez. Sure, dog. Let's go. 10-0, 32 years old. 
and find rankings on this website. Yes, I can. Divisional rankings. Let's see. Uh, was she flyweight or was that strawweight? Uh, she might be strawweight. Let's see. Wei Li, Carlos Baza, Rose Namajunas, Yan Xiaonan, then Tatiana Suarez. So I think Tatiana Suarez should be able to jump all these people. Not necessarily because she's better, like hands down, but she is a new face. Or I wouldn't say a new face. She's actually finally returning. Uh, her versus Yan Xiaonan would be good. I think Rose and Carla should technically take a backseat of how boring their fight was. I mean, Wei Li is fighting number seven, Amanda Lemos. I think she was probably six before the Tatiana Suarez fight. So, if Wei Li can dispose of Amanda Lemos quickly this weekend, uh, we either see Tatiana jump into that next fight, or maybe she fights Yan Shanana or Rose, since Rose had the belt for a long time. Uh, but I don't see a need for Tatiana to fight one more time to have to prove herself. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Uh, the UFC made Tony Ferguson fight 12 fights in a row before he even got a chance at the interim. Uh, and then he lost. So, we'll see. And then this previous fight night with Vicente Luque and RDA. Man, RDA looked good. But he is looking like he's slowing down a little bit. He kept trying to use the wrestling and take him down, which was kind of confusing to me because it's not his MO. Um, He does a very good job of mixing up the striking and his ground game. So, congrats to Vicente Luque getting back to the win column. I know he was, uh, I think he was doing good, then bad, then good. He He's had an up-and-down career, yeah. So, Nico Price, Randy Brown, Tyra Woodley, Michael Chiesa all wins, and then he loses to Bilal, but we know Bilal, we need to remember the name. Jeff Neal's been on a roll. He just recently got injured, so he's not on this UFC 292. He was supposed to fight Ian Gary. That would have been a pivotal fight for Jeff Neal. Uh, and then he beats RDA, so it's good to see that he's getting back in the win column, especially with a quality opponent like Rafael Dos Anjos. Um, the next fight was the co-main event, which was Cub Swanson versus Hakeem Dawudu. Uh, man, Cub, so Cub ended up winning, but in his eyes, and in probably most of the people's eyes, he didn't flat out win like i said this new criteria or the criteria they're using they're finally either using it right or it's so new that no one actually knows what's going on because uh when when they were raising their hands after in at the end of the fight cub was clapping you know like a respect i don't think i won then he gets his hand raised and he he Literally says in the mic, he's like, I don't think I won that. <laughs> but a win is a win. Um, so, yeah, I haven't watched it back either, so I have to take a look. But congrats to Cub Swanson. I know he's he's getting up there in age. I think he's 40. If not, he's 39. Yeah, 39, born 1983. So, 
good to see him keeping on the winning side of things. I know he had got hurt, and he was on the... I don't want to say he was on a bit of a lose streak, but I think he lost a few prior to. Yeah. He, Crone Gracie win, Daniel Pineda win, Giga Chikatse lost, Darren Elkins win, Jonathan Martinez lost, and then on top of him tearing his ACL at the grappling event, um, he's had a rough uh, couple years. Not completely his fault, but when that happens to a fighter, especially an older fighter, you never know how they're feeling when they're when they come back from a devastating injury like in a full ACL tear or getting on the losing streak, you know. And no fighter, no competitor ever wants to lose, especially in the thing that they love. So uh, and the next fight I do want to touch on honorable mention is a fight before or yeah, fight before that Khalil Roundtree versus Chris Dawkins. And my gosh, Khalil Roundtree has gotten some anger <laughs> out because he flat out destroyed Chris Dawkins. Man, those punches looked like they had some bad intentions. Now, uh, obviously, he's a respectable guy. He's good. But if you just watch the fight, it was ridiculous. So congrats to... Uh, congrats to Khalil Roundtree. He's, getting, he's back in the win column. I think he's on a three-fight win streak. Let's see. Going down to his record. Okay, Modestus Bukakis, Carl Roberson, Dustin Jacoby, Chris Dawkins. Yep, four in a row. So we'll see. He's getting there. He might be creeping back up the light heavyweight ranks. And maybe we can see a title fight out of him within the next few months or a year. Because the top of the light heavyweight division has been kind of wild with all these injuries. But let's get back to the meat and potatoes of this show, UFC 292 preview show. Um, there's only one fight that I don't really know much about, Demon Blackshear versus Mario Bautista. Um, probably going to be a good fight. They're on the main card for a reason. But I will be previewing and trying to make some predictions. Now, these are subject to change because you guys know people miss weight and the cards can change all the time. I mean, there's already been a change on this card. Neil Magny is now fighting Ian Gear instead of Jeff Neal due to injury. So, let's start with Marlon Cheeto Vera versus Pedro Munoz. Now, too early prediction to me, but... I think Marlon wins. Um, Pedro is there, but he is not. He's not elite level like a Marlon, like a Sean O'Malley. Uh, it's just one of those things, right? You're good. You're very good, but you're not great. And you can beat some guys, but you won't beat the elite guys. Yeah, looking at his record right now. So, he beat Rob Font in 2017. That looks like his biggest win. And then he loses to John Dodson. Beat Brett Johns, Brian Carraway, Cody Garbrandt. Loses to Aljamain. Loses to Frankie. Um, it looks like he avenges the loss of Jimmy Rivera. Then loses to Aldo. and Loses to Dominic Cruz. 
Uh, Sean O'Malley, no contest through the eye poke. Now, his eye was pretty messed up. Beats Chris Gutierrez with the hands. I remember. It was pretty good. Uh, but I just don't see him beating Cheeto Vera. Cheeto, unless Cheeto starts even slower than he does, uh, I don't see a way that Pedro wins. He would have to, I think, more of Cheeto would have to be off like the Sanhagen fight then can Pedro um, put it on so much that Marlon uh, gives away. So my bet's going to go on Marlon. Uh, this is a premier bantamweight fight since this is uh, the main event is the actual title fight. And there's a lot of movement going on up at the top of the bantamweight division. Now, if Sean O'Malley loses... Uh, there might be some chaos at the top because Marlon Vera has beat Sean O'Malley. Does he get the next title shot? Does Aljamain vacate like he says he will? Who knows? Now let's move on to Neil Magny and Ian Gary. Now, Ian Gary, um, new kid from Ireland, he is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Pretty good. Leaves his chin out there a little bit. That's for me to say. I'm not a fighter. Remember, this is all me watching these fights and watching fights for the past almost 15 years now. Uh, kind of leaves his chin out there. F- has fought back from adversity in the last two fights. He's been clipped and recovered and then came back and either got a knockout or a TKO, um, which is very good. As a, as a young fighter, not panicking and getting the job done. A lot of people uh, forget that thinking is a part of sport. Now, not necessarily formulating a plan in the middle of a fight, but your ability to keep the connections all there while you're in the middle of a fight, while somebody's punching you, and while you're disoriented from a big punch yourself. But we will see if he can navigate the tricky waters of Neil Magny. Now, Neil Magny, everybody knows, crowd favorite, uh, been around for a long time now. Uh, let's see, when he start fighting in the UFC, let's go down, UFC 157. So he's been in the UFC since 2013. Now, that is a lot of expertise when it comes to getting into big fights. He's been in plenty of them. Uh, let's see. Damian Maia. Kim, uh, Kelvin Gastelum. Hector Lombard. Johnny Hendricks. RDA. Carlos Condes. Santiago Ponzinibbio. Li Liang, Robbie Lawler. Michael Chiesa. Jeff Neal. Shavkat. Daniel Rodriguez. Gilbert Burns. So he's fought a lot of people. And a lot of people that are, at least of right now, better than Ian Gary. Um, he did lose his Shavkat. Shavkat's really good, though. Gilbert Burns, pretty good. And Michael Chiesa, prior to getting injured, really good. It's hard to... It's hard to pick against Neil here. Due to his 
um, ring time and longevity in the UFC and his big premier fights. Uh, with that being said, I want Ian to continue his reign. I don't, man, this is pretty hard. So I got Marlon already, Vet, Neil Magny. I'm going to have to go with the Vet, Neil Magny. As much as I want Ian to win, I'm probably going to bite my tongue and watch. I'm going to say something different when I after the weigh-ins and I update um, to make sure that the card's still going the right way. I'm going to pick Neil Magny for right now, which we're moving on to the co-main event, which is... A strawweight championship fight between Whaley Zhang and Amanda Lemos. And yeah, I really don't see a way Amanda wins. Um, if Whaley comes out with confidence, uh, she wins for sure. If she goes out and Amanda's not confident at all and she's flat, Whaley wins for sure. Um, if she tries to get in a Knockout, drag, drag down kind of fight. I still think Whaley wins. I know it's not not a not a lot of analysis going on, but the way that Whaley has been kind of buzzsawing through everybody, um, she lost to, to Rose twice, but Rose is a pretty good tactician when it comes to fighting, and she's kind of she was at the time pretty different. Uh, from what Willie has fought before. So, who knows? I didn't see a way that Carla was going to beat her. I didn't see a way that Ioana was going to beat her. And same thing with Jessica Andrade. So, Rose was a toss-up. But I don't think Amanda's as good as Rose was, so I got Whaley. I got Whaley going in this one. And then we get to the main event. Al Jermaine Sterling, Sean O'Malley. Now, I've heard some interviews. I haven't watched all the embeds yet, so it's yet to be seen. But Sean O'Malley is worried about Al Jermaine Sterling's wrestling. And who wouldn't be? Al Jermaine is a great wrestler and a great grappler. Um, and has pretty good striking. I wouldn't say we should sleep on that. But Sean O'Malley makes his money off of striking on the outside. He does have a 3-inch height reach advantage and a 1-inch reach arm length advantage over Aljamain. But I don't think that'll be much of a big deal. Uh, Aljamain is a, does a great job of getting on the inside and wrestling and making it dirty on his way out. And, you know, he is a back take guy, so he will get you. He will backpack you. He will put you in the body lock, body triangle, get you in the rear naked. Uh, he'll he'll do a lot of things um, in the grappling aspect of the sport. And Sean O'Malley, although I think he might be a black belt, I'm not sure. I don't know if he's a black belt in... Nope, says brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So, but, you know... In MMA, that does not matter because you can strike. And that changes everything about traditional jiu-jitsu in all of its uh, sense. So, uh, with that being said, 
not getting too far into it because it's not much to really talk about. It's a striker, striker versus grappler and the champion Aljamain Sterling. Technically, I think he is a best bantamweight of all time with the most defenses, I want to say. Won the belt, defender, defender, defender. So three, yeah, most consecutive UFC bantamweight title defenses. So um, hard to pick against that. Technically, he is the the current goat of the bantamweight. So as much as a he tried to do a heel turn, he's not a heel. I hope Alshamin tries to just bring back his old personality and be cool. Um, it's just my opinion, and he could fight me. And probably beat me, but I won't back down. <laughs> but I do have Aljamain winning this one. Uh, I don't see a submission or a knockout, but I do see a decision where he drags Sean to deep waters. And Sean is able to, to defend enough to not get beat, but not to win. So breaking down the card again, 292. I got Aljamain Sterling over Sean O'Malley. Whaley over Amanda. Neil over Ian Gary and Cheeto Vera over Pedro Munoz. Now, Cody Garbrandt was supposed to be on this. Um, he was supposed to be on this card, but he got dropped uh, due to injury. Uh, let's see who's on the prelims. Oh, Chris Wyman, welcome back from the leg break. It's been two years fighting Brad Tavares, who is another UFC veteran. So we will see. If Chris Wyman still got it, I hope he does, man. Chris is a good guy, just kind of unfortunate as a wrestler. Uh, you just kind of get injured a lot neck, back, shoulders, hips, knees, all your joints. <laughs> uh, and it's always tough to see someone injured, especially off a leg break that bad as he got. So, um, picking him to win. Hopefully, he doesn't let me down. Obviously, it's all for him. Uh, my opinion doesn't matter. But Chris Wyman, I hope we get it done. Uh, let's see. In the early prelims, we got Andrea KGB Lee. She is... In the prelims, so is Natalia Silva. That should be a good fight. And Andre Petrovsky versus Gerald Mearshart. That should be a good fight. So, this fight, or this card has a fight in every facet. Early prelims, prelims, and main card for you to, to tune in. You don't have to be a hardcore fan to understand what's going on. You can actually be... Kind of a casual and see more regular sized people <laughs> fight. Um, what else do we got? Oh, Nate Diaz ended up losing against uh, Jake Paul, but who didn't see that coming? Nate Diaz was never a boxer, he was never a real fighter in that sense. Uh, he was more of a ground guy and he would wear you out with his cardio. But you also got to have some punching power, which Jake does have, and he could not get it done. And then on top of that, Anthony Joshua beating Hellenus. Let me see his full name. Anthony Joshua versus... Wow. 
Robert Helenius. Yeah, he it was a pretty easy fight. Um, I think Helenius came in on five days' notice, I heard, so um, it's kind of hard to judge him on that because Dillian White failed a drug test uh, on the way there, so hey, kudos to Helenius uh, to fight Anthony Joshua on five days' notice. True sign of, of grit there, but ultimately Anthony Joshua win. I think they were talking about Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder, um, which I hope doesn't happen because Anthony Joshua is probably going to have to retire, <laughs> retire after that. Uh, that's going to be hilarious if that happens. But there's not a lot at the very, very top. So, we shall see what's going on. I know I'm not a boxing channel. And I keep saying I'm going to have Jan on. But we always have crossing schedules. And he's always doing something. I'm always doing something. He's three hours behind me. So, trying to find the time where it's good for him and me is always tough. And a lot of time when he's good, it's already too late for me. I got other stuff going on. So... That's it for this one. I am going to make an update after the um, weigh-ins. It might not be a long show. It might just be real quick. I might even do a watch-along with the weigh-ins. If I know when they are on, I'll have to look at YouTube, set a reminder so I can watch the weigh-ins. But um, those are my picks. Those are my predictions. Those are my reviews. The past few, actually, past a week. It's not even week and a half of combat sports. Um, hopefully, I don't take that much of a break. But there's not that much exciting stuff going on. I don't have many topics to talk about currently. I'm really busy at work. I'm real big into the my racing season. Got a 5K on Saturday, and then I got one the following Sunday. Not the Sunday after, not the 20th, but the 27th. And then I got another 5K on the 7th, and then I got flag football after that. So I'll be busy, busy, busy um, in the real world and not on the internet as much. Well, hopefully I got stuff to talk about. I might... Um, after this 5k, I might do a review of it and talk about how my training went and how I felt about it, because this is a big deal to me. I did PR my mile, uh, six minutes, 50 seconds, which is a minute PR for my last mile, which was 740 something. Um, well, I just counted as a minute because it's close enough. So we will see. Anyways, uh, let me get back to work. You guys can listen to this while you're at work or on your commute home or before the game tonight. I am going to Rangers game, so uh, not much else to say. I'm prolonging this for no reason. I'm feeling the air. How much time? 27 minutes. All right. So work hard, play harder, be a champion. Uncle Phil's out. Peace.